Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, everyone. This week, I'm going to be talking about one of the biggest game-changing shifts in my life and my business. Um, And I just, I have to tell you that this is really important. This is really important. And if this is for you, awesome. This is coming from love. If this is not for you and you don't resonate with it, that's also great. And this is still coming from love. And maybe this will help you with helping others with what I'm about to talk about. And what I'm going to talk about is the shift in my life to be a victor and the shift in my life to release victim mentality, to release hot mess express. I used to think that that idea was cute. (laughs) And, you know, so if you don't resonate with this, it's totally fine. But if you do resonate with it, um, I would invite you to get curious with me today. And again, this is so coming from love and just know that nothing is wrong with you. It's just there are things that in my past that didn't serve me that were some of the biggest shifts for me came from this thought process. So I'm going to tell you a little story and you might have heard this before from me and maybe not. Um once upon a time. No. <laughs> I remember years ago. So if we we really go way back in time, when I look at myself about a decade ago, I was, you know, the person who I showed up late. I showed up with my hair dripping wet. I would have stains on my shirt. I would forget things. I would, I mean, it was just, I was late every single time to everything. And I had a view of myself that I was a victim to outside circumstances. I had excuses that I was making for everything. There was always a really great reason when I was late, legitimately. I mean, there would be an accident on the freeway. There would be something happened with my dog, something happened with, you know, whatever it was. There was always an emergency and it became a pattern. And so there's a difference between, you know, we run late and we're a person who is late. So I want you to just get curious about your track record and what's kind of evolving in your life. Do you find that you have standards for your finances, standards for your relationships, standards for your health, standards for your business. And I would invite you to get curious of how we could elevate them because you may have really high standards already. Uh, For me, my standards were, you know, being a couple minutes late was on time. I still remember when I was waitress at Applebee's and in California, they had a law that if you were eight minutes or less, as soon as I would punch my card in, 
it would reset to that was considered on time. I think it was eight minutes or less. Um, And so I always would time my drive. Like I had, I remember at my apartment, I had a really, realistically, it was a 17 minute drive and I had timed it, but I would always leave 15 minutes before because <laughs> I felt like I could make up the time, I could hit all the green lights, but I always felt frantic and I always felt anxious and I was always just, you know, operating in that way. I did it with multiple businesses, um, just so many seasons of my life where um, it just was like bare minimum was kind of my standard. And then I would not hit that. I would shoot for bare minimum and then fall below. And it wasn't because I wasn't an achiever. It wasn't because I wasn't capable. It was because I kind of always was blaming or justifying things on outside circumstances. And I just really felt like I was a victim to my life. I felt like Things happened to me in my life that were not fair, and that was why I was the way I was. And, you know, I wasn't thinking about whether or not that affected the people around me. It was just purely, I was just so caught up in in the, the hard things that happened to me. And they were legitimately hard things. But here's the deal. We can have reasons or we can have results. We can't have both. And victim mentality is really when we are blaming or justifying our experience or our results on other people. And I remember going into therapy in 2015. Um, This was my second therapist. She changed my life. And the second week of therapy, she hands me a packet. And I'm like, what is this packet? I can't, it's just actually looking back now, it's just so powerful, how cool, how courageous of her and how powerful she's changing lives. She changed mine. So on this packet, there was a triangle. And I remember, you know, at the top, it said victim. In the bottom right corner, it said persecutor. In the bottom left corner, it said rescuer. And she talked about this. And she said that it was called the drama triangle or the victim triangle. And basically what it was, was If we have something in our life happen that is truly traumatic or hard, we can find ourselves in the drama triangle and we will have different starting gates. So starting gate meant that what was my natural starting place? So my natural starting place was most of the time rescuer. So I was constantly wanting to save people. I was constantly wanting to do things for people. I was constantly feeling responsible for everyone else's feelings, responsible for everyone else's results. And I had so much shame. And so she would, what she told me is that, okay, so you have a starting gate. So that's your most common place. But what will happen is you will bounce around the triangle. So you'll go from, for example, if I have something bad happen to me in my life, maybe someone said something rude to me, I would go, oh, they must be having a hard day and did not think about my own feelings with it. And then I would go into thinking of my feelings. I can't believe they said that to me. People always say that kind of stuff to me. 
And then I would go into persecutor, that bottom corner of the triangle, and I would go, well, they're not a nice person. They're this way to everybody. And I went into judgment. And then it would go right back to rescuer of like, yeah, but their life is really hard. And what that did is it really created drama and it really created a place where I wasn't taking personal responsibility. I was blaming or justifying. Now, there are people I know that have, you know, studied this, friends that I've had, that their starting gate was persecutor. And and just so we're clear, the reason that this happened is, is because there's legitimate things that we have happen in our lives. And you know, it's it's a mindset of, am I a victim to my life? Is life happening to me or is life happening for me? Two very different things. And the way, the cure to feeling like a hot mess or the cure to feeling like, you know, everything's happening to me or the cure for, you know, having results in your business and not blaming or justifying why you're not where you want to be is taking responsibility. And I remember how painful that was at first and how much shame I had to like really experience and acknowledge that I created my life, my choices. You know, God gives us everything. I truly believe that. I believe everything is from him. And he gives us choices and opportunities and blessings. And at the end of the day, I believe I need to do my part. And at that point in my life, I was I don't feel I was doing my part in my life and I was not taking the the metaphorical talent that he had given me and going out and multiplying it. I was really a victim to my life. I was reacting instead of being proactive. I was reacting instead of being, you know, strategic and planning and present and mindful and I was experiencing a lot of emotional highs and lows because of this. So it took me about a year, maybe two, to metabolize it. I was so defensive of that word victim. I was like, I'm not a victim. I'm strong. I'm an overcomer. And so it took me a long time to take that in. And and really what neutralized it for me is that, again, it's just personal responsibility. And when we talk about the victim triangle, it's because there's actually things that caused you to get into that place. And all you have to do, 90% of change is awareness. And all you have to do is be just consciously aware. Am I blaming or justifying my life, my choices, my circumstances, my business on somebody else? Are we going to give them that power? Really? Because if we give someone else that kind of power over our life, we will continue the dance. That's what we call it. The dance of victimhood forever. And then we will look back on our life and we will have all the reasons why we didn't do what we said we wanted to do and why we weren't victorious. And it really, at the end of the day, nobody can make you feel any which way. Nobody can make you work your business or not work your business. Nobody can make you successful or not successful. You have to choose. You have to choose to take the action. You have to choose to take responsibility. And I remember... Her, her sharing that with me and it was the hardest thing and I'm not perfect with this, right? So she she would always talk about, so I'm bouncing around here, but stay with me. She would always talk about how, you know, if you are halting, Michelle, 
you're going to go back into that victim triangle or that dance. And so she would say, if you are hungry, angry, lonely, tired, sick, or stressed, you are halting and you will not make the best choices in that moment. You might find yourself dancing again. And so I just want to let you know that like this is not something I'm perfect with, um, but I have come a long way and it, it comes from a willingness for me to feel my shame, feel guilt, feel negative emotion, and also acknowledge my part in everything. And there's this saying that my girlfriend told me that she said, you know, I always just try to make sure my side of the street is clean. And I think that that comes from Al-Anon. If you're not familiar with Al-Anon, it is a place for people who um, have um, people who struggle with addiction in their life. And so, you know, if that's you, I would I would recommend looking into that resource to give you some tools because that can create a lot in your life. Um, so anyway, back to what what really was me going into feeling that and acknowledging that I had a part in all of it, all of it, everything in my life that that happened, you know, there were things as a child that I didn't choose. There were things in relationships that I didn't choose, but I always chose my response. And I always did. And and there was an element of needing to forgive myself for that because um, I didn't do things perfectly. And um, yeah, that was, that was a healing journey for me, for sure. And so I, that was really where my absolute, my love of personal growth actually began. Really, it's been like 13 years now that I first went to um, some places where there was personal growth. But man, when she talked to me about the victim triangle, I'll tell you what, that if there is one tool, if this is, if you're feeling like you are a victim to your life and any of this is resonating with you, which maybe it is, maybe it's not. And if it's not, I'm not assuming (laughs) <laughs> this is all coming from love. Um, but if it's resonating with you and and you feel oftentimes like, you know, you always have a reason why your results in your life are the way that they are. And there's just kind of always an excuse or there's always in a reason. I am not judging you whatsoever. And I understand this on a deep level. Um, but just know that this is the one tool that I learned that even if you took away several of the others, this was the one that made the biggest impact in my life, Um, definitely. And really, when you talk about the model from the Life Coach School, and this is something that I use with my clients too, it, it really takes you into look that your thoughts really are creating your emotions. And your emotions create your actions and your actions create your results, which then creates evidence for your subconscious mind and it becomes this this circle. Um, But really that is a form of personal responsibility in itself that your thoughts are creating your life. So um, the good news is that after a long while of noticing and acknowledging and doing the hard part, like personal responsibility, the hardest part of personal responsibility is the beginning um, for me, that was the hardest part of really just acknowledging my part in everything that I had all this, all these reasons just built up of why nothing was my fault. 
And I didn't believe nothing was my fault. I had a lot of shame and I beat myself up a lot. But at the end of the day, when we blame and we justify and we're shifting that, we're never truly taking ownership of our life. Never really taking ownership of our business, our finances, our relationships. And so we have to acknowledge where we are to know that there's another place that we want to be. So it's not always easy. You know, it's not always easy. Sometimes there's times where we just want to have an excuse for why something is the way that it is in our life. But ultimately, it's up to us. You know, no one is coming to change your life for you. This is your choice. I mean, today is all you have. Tomorrow is not promised. And when we take personal responsibility in that healthy dynamic of I am responsible for myself, my feelings, my attitude, my behavior, fab, right? If you're being fab, you're responsible for that. Um, And other people are too. And I want you to know as a leader how important that that is because your heart cares I know everyone listening to this is is good-hearted and wanting to grow themselves and make a positive impact in their lives and the people around them. And, you know, you are so good-hearted. So it's not that you're not going to care. And it's not that it's not going to be, there's not going to be negative emotions with it. Because, you know what, the highest paid person in the room is the one who's willing to feel the most negative emotion. It's not that. It's more so there's a release that happens where you can have high, high belief in your people that you work with and low attachment because you know you have influence on them, but you do not control their results. Only they can. They are the ones that are choosing to work or not work. They are the choose. They are the ones choosing their mindset, their own thoughts, their own feelings, their own attitudes, their own behaviors. And ultimately, you can do an amazing job as a leader and they can still choose what they're going to choose. But there's a lot of freedom in that. There's a lot of lightness in that. And there is a lot of possibility that that creates so that you can believe at a high, high level without fear. And at the end of the day, are you going to hold belief? And sometimes people aren't going to do that. And then it's going to feel sad because you know that they are so capable. Yeah, there's going to be those times. There's going to be those feelings. But ultimately, you know, if you don't believe it and you don't see it for them as the leader, it's not going to happen. You, you've got to hold that space in the belief as the leader until they can see it for themselves. The leader's job is to hold the vision and the belief. And we hold it without attachment when we are really clear that we are responsible for us and they are responsible for them. And that's what releases the attachment. And so when I really started to take personal responsibility, I started to improve my relationships. I started to improve my results. I noticed a dramatic difference in my consistency. Um, I noticed a dramatic difference in my track record, a difference with my finances, a difference in everything, truly everything. Um, Because if I know that I'm responsible for it, then I'm not waiting around for someone else to help me or save me or fix me. I am the one that makes the choice to make it happen 
or not. And that is on being a victim. (laughs) So if you find yourself in the drama triangle, I just want you to know that it's okay. You don't have to live there. No shame. And if you're not on the victim triangle, I'm sure you probably have heard some things on here that maybe, maybe you know somebody and, you know, I, you can send them this podcast, but I would preface it with them that maybe you've got some value out of it. Um, but again, this is coming from love. Victim is was a triggering word for me, so I'm very mindful with that. Um, but truly, it's it's all about personal responsibility. And again, ninety percent of change is just awareness. And I just want you to know that on the other side of personal responsibility, there's so much freedom for you. There's so much freedom for you, my friend, when you are not waiting for someone else to, you know, save you, protect you, defend you, take care of you. You can take care of you. And you do. Because you're listening to this, I know that you're that type of woman. So... I'll leave you with this. If you're feeling like there's a lot of things that have become the reasons why your success hasn't happened, if there's a lot of of reasons, I would get really, really curious. I would step into the possibility that you can change your life. And there is no outside circumstance that can stop you if you manage your mind. And I have two spots left before my waitlist starts. So if you'd like to book a free call with me to gain some clarity on what those next steps might be for you, we'll talk about where you are, where you're going, and how to bridge the gap and the simple steps to get there. You'll leave the call with clarity and awareness for where you're going. Click the link in the show notes to book your call and I'll talk to you next week.